Hello, person. Hello, persons, people, people of the world. Woohoo! <laughs> How is everyone? <laughs> How are you, people? Hello, people. <laughs> so. Oh, I remember getting, I, we heard some feedback that we should introduce ourselves, so I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Minia. And I'm Lisa. Welcome to Remember People. Um, we're excited to be starting our fourth episode now, and we have a special guest. Lisa, would you mind introducing our, our guest of honor? We are excited to introduce you to a very important mammal, Laura Pizzini the most angelic human that we know. And she just so happens to have a little black book, or rather a list on her phone, about the things that she hates and the things she appreciates. And they are all very wildly specific. So we thought that this was a great opportunity to bring her on, remember people, and remember some people together. Um, the the obscure, the far away, the hmm. So hmm. <laughs> so uh, we'll be asking a series of questions and diving into what this list really is and how did it come about. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> Hi, Minia. Welcome to Remember People. People. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> can't wait to remember some people (laughs) so where where do we find you right now um where are you located Um, right now I'm actually I'm I I live in New York um in Brooklyn but I'm actually in uh Venice California right now uh, where my boyfriend lives I've been here for I think this is the end of like eight or nine weeks it's been a while Um, I'm actually kind of gonna come back to New York um next Saturday but um yeah, I came out here at the very, like, right before things started getting really bad in New York and just stayed. <laughs> it's, it definitely was the right decision. It's been pretty nice out here, but I'm yeah. definitely, I, I, I think missing home a lot generally and trying to, like, try, trying to um, remind myself that when I get home, it's not really going to be the same as what I remember it as. Um, so trying to kind of like prepare myself for that, but I think mm-hmm. it'll be nice to be back in New York and back in my, my space. For sure. Yes. I feel like endurance has been a theme throughout this whole thing for us people. So thank you for enduring <laughs> and being a person. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. <laughs> All right. So if you could tell us what the, origin story of this list of hates and appreciates how did it come about when did you first start this book yeah I actually um it actually has to do with people um (laughs) I have a couple really good friends who I met a few years ago and I don't remember like one of them just offhand mentioned like oh yeah I keep a list of all the things that I hate and we just thought the concept was really funny. Um, another friend of mine um, who, like, she's one of my closest friends, and we actually both used the same kind of, like, to-do list and, like, list-keeping app. And so we would have shared lists on there. We just kind of used it a lot. We, like, we, we, to this day, we have kind of an agenda for, like, okay, next time we catch up, like, we have to have these things to talk about. Like, oh, add it to the list. 
Um, and actually, very sadly, was that program was just deprecated by Microsoft, which is really sad. Is it Wonderlist? It was Wonderlist, yes. And <laughs> I'm like this week, I had to switch over to to Doist, and I'm I literally threw off my entire week. I'm I'm completely lost. Um, but anyway, so we decided to make lists as well, and it kind of just grew from there. It started with like I think a couple very specific things. Um, and I don't always, it's not the most comprehensive because I definitely don't think about it that often. Um, but it is funny to sometimes go back and look at things and remind myself of, and, and it's mostly like pretty lighthearted, mostly funny things like just, you know, grind your gears a little bit. Um, so not anything like actually serious about things that I hate, um, <laughs> but also at the origin of it, I was like, if I'm going to start a hate list, I need to also have something to counterbalance that and something so that I don't just get into a pattern of like, oh, I hate all this all the time, which, you know, is pretty easy to do, especially in New York. Um, so I, I created the appreciation list kind of to be the same function, but for nice things rather than annoyances. Would you say that, um, one list is longer than the other. Oh, let me see. <laughs> and yeah, we'd love to know say. how long. <laughs> I think the hate list is longer. It just, only by a little bit. Yeah, it looks like there's 14 things on the appreciation list and 19 on the hate list. Okay. Um, and that's not even necessarily because I hate more things than I enjoy. It's more just that the hate list is funnier. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll think of it more often when I'm like, oh, right. That is a super specific annoying thing. As a Libra, I appreciate the balance that you bring. <laughs> <laughs> so what, we're curious, what categories come up the most? Like if you had to put some buckets around the things that you hate and the things that you like, what, what, what categories are we working with? Yeah, it's definitely, it's pretty random. I would say the c categories tend to be, um, there's definitely a, hefty section on grammar <laughs> um <laughs> the there's definitely things I, I would say the second one is probably things that people do that are annoying and the third is maybe i'd almost kind of call it around the house or you know just things that happen as you go about your day um also like clothing comes up <laughs> good amount <laughs> Love, I think that, 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 that covers it on the hate list and the appreciation list is a lot more random and then I think that's kind of part of the beauty of it is like it's it's supposed to be those little things that you come across and you think oh I, I, I forgot that I love that thing hmm. and what is the very first thing if you can remember that you put on your hate list the very first thing that I put on the hate list was um separate like, if, have you ever seen a sink that has a separate faucets for hot and cold? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's absolutely absurd. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I understand that there probably was a function, functional reason that it needed to be like that. But when you're putting your hands under ice cold water and then burning hot water, just alternately, like, that doesn't help anyone. Anyway, yeah, to, um, to the person who built that, no thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, like, there <laughs> ha the, clearly there was a better way because we figured it out. But there's still some sinks and old buildings that have that um and that that was actually the like the start of the hate list um began because we were talking about that and that was my friend mentioned his hate list and so i think all of a sudden when we're you know we're, we're sitting there we're like oh yeah i hate that i'm putting starting a list right now <laughs> wow <laughs> i thought you meant like one 
like faucet but two handles when you have to like I also don't love that just because it takes kind of a while to adjust to get the perfect temperature like you Um, have to mix a cocktail just to wash your hands right and and you always inevitably somehow get it wrong it's the worst when it's a shower and you're like sitting there either in the cold or in the heat bouncing around like which one do it like which way does it go (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's the worst so we're curious if you could just describe how you feel when you're about to write something down in the list and then how do you feel after you write it down hmm that's an interesting question I don't know if the writing it down in itself is what brings catharsis I think that because the list is kind of just something that is amusing to me I think it takes these things that our annoyances and brings a little bit of levity to it. So, you know, when I look back on the list, I can see the, the amusement in, oh yeah, that's an annoying thing, but it's, it's not harmful. It's not the worst thing in the world. And it kind of brings some humor to it. And that's kind of where the catharsis is versus when I put something on the list, it's, it's mostly, I, I, I would almost say that I only put things on the list when I already kind of feel some level of, um, of humor around it because that's what kind of clicks in my head to be to, to think oh that's something that should go on the list because it's it's annoying but it's also amusing oh this one is very specific and I, I, when i've talked mentioned this to people not everybody gets it um i wrote it down just as sneakers that are pretending to be wingtips have you guys ever seen i feel like there was a time maybe in the early 2010s when this was very popular where a lot of men's sneakers, like there'd be suede sneakers made with a wingtip pattern on them, but they're sneakers and they're so ugly and I hated them and I hated (laughs) seeing them everywhere. I think that's probably the most specific. I'm thinking of Cole Haan. That's, that's coming to mind. Yes. Yeah. They made them. (laughs) Well, it just, it just looks weird to put a rubber sole on a, like a a rubber sneaker sole on a dress shoe. Yeah. Like they're half athletic shoes and half dress shoes. No, that doesn't work. It's totally irrational. Completely. I agree. I agree. I, I'm, I'm not irrational. Piece. They're irrational. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and what is the most irksome one on there? Like either like the grossest or the one where you like can't not make a face when you read it, which mm. is probably most of them, but like one that sticks out. I think... I'll, I'll give two examples. The one that I think irks me the most, or, or when I think about when, when, when you read it and you put yourself in the situation where you're coming across this in real life and not on the list of things that you hate. I think the one that makes like sends shivers down my spine is water down the sleeve. Like when you're wa- washing hands, <laughs> oh. when, when you're washing your hands and you're wearing long sleeves and you put your hands up and just water trickles. Out. Oh, the worst. The one that I seem to get the most reactions to is, um, or is it, oh, peeling a sticker off and there's residue remaining. Oh, oh no. Shuddered. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> universal one. Especially for something that, like, you need to peel it off, like a bowl. Like, you'd think they'd have enough sense to make it something that's easy to peel off. Like, if it's a magazine or something else that I don't care, like, it's, it's mm-hmm. less bad. But have some common sense, people. I know. People. I feel like this, it's also just something that, operates in extremes because it's so satisfying when you peel a sticker off and there's no Mm. residue left like that's a really good feeling so I think part of it is just knowing that you could have this really great experience then you don't and you have to do some extra cleaning and 
somebody designed it poorly so that, you know, you have to peel the sticker off and there's stuff left on your brand new water bottle or whatever it is. I've, I've also never really figured out what's the best way to get rid of that stuff. Sometimes I use nail polish remover and it works depending mm-hmm. on what the, 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 the thing is that I'm peeling a sticker off of. But like who keeps goo gone around their house if you don't like have a garage? Yeah. All this to all the sticker people makers out there, the, <laughs> the sticker maker people, please be better. Thank you. <laughs> be best. From, be best. <laughs> be the most. <laughs> I'm really glad that we're getting some some social work done on this podcast. I think we're providing oh, yeah. a service to people. Yeah, <laughs> very the world. very productive. Yes. Um, what is the most recent entry in this list? Oh, I don't know because I move them around sometimes or or some every once in a while I'll look at something and I'm like you know what that's not that annoying anymore and take it off um the most recent I think the most recent thing I put on here was oh this is actually a pet peeve that annoys me more like it, it's less amusing and more annoying to me but when you send somebody a meme and they feel the need to say, oh, ha, ha I've already seen that. I'm like, just oh, end with No, ha, ha. no, just enjoy like, the you meme. You don't need to point out like, oh, I've seen the meme before you have. Like, okay, I, I'm so sorry that I was late to this meme for you. Also, how dare you not send it to me if clearly we both exactly. enjoy this. Like, now I'm just offended. Ugh. Gross meme response. Meme response etiquette, so people. Yeah. The worst is like a LOL, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, you you you're spend right, the most right. time wasting. It's totally not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since this is a is a show about people, love that one that you just shared. What else, like people specific, um, hate or appreciates do you have? Yeah, why don't I let's move to the appreciation list, just because I feel like I need. Some, <laughs> I, I I feel like your listeners are going to think like, wow, you're the most negative person ever. Didn't Lisa say you're an angel? <laughs> nah, we we love we love the. Harry <laughs> and the grimy and the but we like the appreciation it's true it's, it's it's all part of being a person um okay on the appreciation list oh the first one's really sad right now but the first one on here is um impromptu big group gatherings like when you just very suddenly get a big group of friends together and like everyone happens to be free all at once and you all go and just have a lovely time together oh my god that is so sad, <laughs> so sad. r.i.p world life remember life people, as it was. truly <laughs> and it, it, it is honestly sometimes those are definitely the best the best hangs when it's somebody sends a group text out at 7 p.m and by eight you're all at somebody's house and oh i love that rolling yeah. through i feel like it happened a lot in college because everyone is in close proximity and mm. i think in New York, it's a bit harder. Um, I don't, this is just my personal experience. People tend to be less free and more spread out. But when I was living in Seattle, it happened pretty frequently. People also had cars and um, mm. you'd end up playing board games or something. It, it truly is the best. And you're like, man, this is why, like, you want to carve out time for this above all else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I interestingly ended up in a friend group in New York who mostly all lives in the same area actually like a few of us all live together in um apartments around Bedsty and crown heights so it's pretty easy for us together but de- definitely people being busy is always just the biggest blocker but everyone's and i think that's part of what makes it so great is that that it's yeah. not common that you can get everybody in the same place at the same time i think my favorite one honestly maybe the last one 
that I not not the last one, but a recent time that this happened, we um I don't know, there, but there was a group of friends and I we, we all just went to hang out at um my my friends. I was actually um one of the friends that I started the hate list with. Um she lives a few blocks away from me and we ended up, you know, we, we start off just all catching up, whatever, and somehow it turned into a game of Shark Tank where we oh. like somebody wrote down it was so fun. Somebody wrote down random um like business names and then everybody picks one out of a hat and you have to go and make up a business based on the word that you got and then go and pitch them to we, we had three judges I was I, I love being the judge for these because you get to like ask the questions <laughs> and say like we we said like oh we have a certain amount that we're allowed to give and we all I, I went way too far in on the first person and gave them way too much money so I couldn't spread it around to everyone but it's just like those kinds of like weird creative things are what make the like impromptu energy so special for sure yeah and i love that like you brought up again it's so special because it's so rare it reminded me of the the sticker thing so it feels like for mm-hmm. everything on the hate list there can probably be a counterbalancing on the on the appreciation list where like when it does go right this it's so magical and you know maybe the the hatred is worth the build up to that moment of appreciation when things do go right yeah, yeah, I would say that's probably true for a lot of things. I think some of them are less yeah. less applicable to that. Like capital letters <laughs> and email addresses don't really have an opposite. Oh. <laughs> it's not like that satisfying when a person's email address is all lowercase, but it's super, like, I don't know, understand why people put capital letters in their email addresses. It just makes everything look out of, out of order. <laughs> I'd love to hear some more of the grammatical um, annoyances that you have. So Laura works in comms for contacts and Lisa and I are in marketing so I think we we can all appreciate some of this yeah I um I, I also um I was a copy editor in college at our school newspaper and I think that kind of kicked off my like not just caring about grammar but being really really anal about it um the biggest one that I've only started seeing over the past maybe five or so years and I didn't realize I, I think I went my whole life not realizing people did this but I see it a lot now, like even in work settings, um, using apostrophes to pluralize words just mm. drives me up a wall so much, especially when it's like, how do people not know that even when it's a day of the week, you don't use an apostrophe to pluralize it. Mondays is just M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah, it's abbreviating right. the, the years, like 90s. It's like, it belonged to the 90s. I know, I know. Yeah, I just, I don't understand it. I, I I never noticed it until probably five years ago. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, did nobody learn how to use apostrophes in the world? No, the people, wow. the people didn't. I still see it a lot. I, I, I just realized that I've been seeing this for the past few years and never realized it. Like, I, Wow. <laughs> Forever change. That's what I know. We're yeah, I'm annoyed. You're, you're, never, you're never your going life. to forget about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not I'm annoyed. so sorry that I brought that into your life. <laughs> <laughs> I had to well, know. I had to know. Well, since you're, you're bringing this into our lives, I'm wondering if, if you could share, who do you share this list with? Is it mostly just your friends or do we have like the distinct honor right now in hearing a few of these? Um, I feel like it's come up. It's, it's not something that I think about that often or that I'm specifically sharing with somebody like, okay, you know me well enough. Now I can share this with you. But I, I feel like it's just come up in a couple settings where I offhand mention it. 
and everybody's like, wait, what? Do you have to tell us this entire list right now? Um, and so that's, that's most often how it comes up. Every once in a while, like the friends that I, that, that also have hate lists that we, I started it with will, you know, be saying, oh yeah, I forgot about that and go through and compare our lists again. But um, it doesn't come up that often. We were curious if you um, had pet peeves as a child and maybe what some of those were. Oh, I'm sure I did. I've, I'm just kind of an irritable person. Um, and, and, and Irritable person syndrome. <laughs> yes. That is me. Go to a um, gastroenterologist near you. <laughs> um, and, I, and I also have six siblings, so I have to imagine Ooh. there were a lot of things that irritated me. Uh, when I was younger, I don't have a great memory for that kind of thing, so... I don't know if I can call out specific ones. You also, you mentioned that there are things that you've taken off the list that no longer annoy you. Can you give us an example of that and like how that came to be? Oh, that's a great question. I don't remember any of that I have taken off specifically. Hmm. Or just maybe one that isn't so relevant to you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I... Um, there was one right here that I, there, yeah, there are some things that like, like I, I have one here where it's when somebody sends an email asking somebody else to do something that would take them as long as writing the email, mm. um, which is mm, still annoying. My head. However, I, that was very specific to a job that I had at the time. Um, and I just see that a lot less now. <laughs> um. So I think it's something that doesn't come up quite as often to me. That's and, a good um, thing. That means your life has improved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, uh, and, and like, to be clear, I wasn't even just saying that to, in terms of when somebody sends me one of those emails, it also just irks me when I see somebody send that to someone else. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. DIY, do it yourself. There's, there's a word for that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I really respect and also I found that the best people that like the people who are genuinely the best at their jobs and the smartest who I work with are the ones who are willing to, you know, deign to make a calendar invite themselves instead of asking somebody mm. else to do it. Yeah. No one Props is uh, to those people beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things that have appeared on your list if any since this whole social distancing quarantine movement <laughs> hmm. uh, I don't think I've added anything to the list or what do you anticipate you might need to add in this kind of new world we're living in yeah that is a great question because it obviously brings up a lot of minor annoyances even to something like how wearing a mask will fog up my sunglasses um <laughs> But I, I feel like they all seem a little bit too just sad and triggering um, that I can't really laugh about them yet. Um, I will yeah. say, you know, I, I've been sheltering in place with another person in a small apartment. I'm surprised at how few things have come up in that. I mean, there's the regular things like he loads the dishwasher like a crazy person. Um, <laughs> but nothing nothing that feels like oh this is uniquely annoying um mm. however 
I, like, I, I do think that right now the things that feel annoying are much bigger things, like not being able to see my mm-hmm. friends, um, feeling like I'm, like you don't have like power and freedom and, um, you know, free will essentially. Um, and not, and, and, and feeling that responsibility, not only for yourself, but for other people. Um, can feel you know noble at times and really awful at other times um, yeah and I do I, I've, I've heard you know people talk about trauma in the context of a lack of freedom and I, I feel like that's what we're all going through right now yeah limited choice yeah yeah my my therapist said that we are and this is trauma in the making so Um, As you pointed out, humor really helps. So that's just what we're trying to do here is just get a giggle out of all you. Yeah, I think think humor is the thing that helps the most right now. Because even things like, I mean, where I am right now, we're a couple blocks from the beach and I can go walk on the beach and like watch the sunset every day if I want. But sometimes it just feels so like I don't want to go outside because I know that it's going, it's just a reminder that I can only do so much when I go outside Mm. and seeing everybody in masks in masks just feels so apocalyptic um, that I almost don't even want to go do those, like take advantage of being in California and being in a place where I have the luxury of doing that. So something like watching a stand up that I really enjoy or, talking to friends and you know we're having a funny conversation like that brings me a lot more I think joy right now than even you know the t- t- the the small things that we can do to have some sense of normalcy a good friend of mine pointed out that we haven't seen each other's legs or feet in a long time and we underestimate <laughs> just seeing each other in boxes so wow what will we think of human feet and mouth <laughs> if we ever get to see him again so <laughs> you know talking to another person face remember to face human is going feet? to be interesting <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah i can't believe i haven't seen you guys in like two months because we talk all the time you know digitally yeah it's, it is interesting especially with work where there are a lot of people that i work with who i regularly only talk to digitally like I, I report to somebody in mm-hmm. Stockholm, my, my immediate peer on my team is in Stockholm. A lot of the other people I work with are in Stockholm or just like on a different floor, or you want to have a paper trail for something, or, you know, you don't want to bug somebody by going up to your desk. I feel like so much of our work already happens on screens that that mm-hmm. feels less weird than not seeing the people that I do typically see in my day to day in person. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking back to the notion of, of power and sort of feeling powerless in this moment. Well, we wanted to give you a bit of power and imagine you had the opportunity to pass a bill of rights to abolish one of these things on your list as they, will, as they should never happen again. Which one from the hate list would you uh, pass? Ooh, wow. Okay, this is going to take a second. I feel like you guys should have some some theme music Some after chatter. while I'm thinking, yeah. Theme music, theme music. We could also use this time, <laughs> Minia, to tell our listeners, our lovely listeners, mm. to send us a voice message. We want to hear your hate list or your appreciation list. We want to hear it all. So 
go to Anchor, download the Anchor app where you can find Remember People and leave us a voice message, which we will likely play in a future episode. Yes, we will. You can count on us. We're, de- we're dependable people. Okay, I think I'm ready. Um, this one is an actual pet peeve of mine that comes up regularly. And I think happens, it, it just seems to happen more in times of stress, for example, when you're pressed for time. Um, but I think probably my biggest pet peeve right now is when you're standing in line and people don't move up all the way to meet the, ne- the next person in front of them. If they leave some lag space and are just, you know, generally it, like proper line etiquette is a real thing. And when people don't follow that, it bothers me a lot. And if I could pass a law that says you have to, you know, reach the net, the next, um, the next person in front of you at a reasonable distance, obviously, but you know, in, in the context of the line, I think that's the one that I would pass. It's also probably out of a lot of these, the only one that could really be enforced. I mean, it, it, couldn't, <laughs> it, it couldn't be enforced, but you know, you can't, you can't abolish the E-train just because I don't like it. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. You no. <laughs> I mean, who, who takes the E-train really? Like, come on. Or the seven train, it's but we don't even train. go there. Yeah, what even is the seven train? I think L- that my, my, beef with the, my beef with the E train mostly is just that I, I everywhere that I've lived in New York, which is three places, I've been on the AC line, and so and because the E is on that line but doesn't actually go t- to all the places that they do, it just really grinds my gears. In the spirit of positivity, can you please share your final appreciation or two? I think my favorite one on here is overweight dachshunds. Um, just there's, it's so satisfying to see their little body wiggle. They're so cute, and they always look really happy. I feel like they're also always owned by like somebody older who like is taking them out for a walk, and they just really seem to be enjoying themselves. That's one of my favorites. And the, the most recent one that I put on here is um, the the last part of a wave before it kind of crests over I've known you know a lot a lot of waves they'll as they crest they'll kind of come into each other and there's always one last little point that's holding out and then it curls over it's really satisfying to watch Mm, poetic ephemeral yet beautiful (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining us Laura and telling us your memories of people good and bad um we really enjoyed listening to this and I think it sparked a lot of thoughts and revelations for the both of us. Yeah, new potential themes we can cover and topics. So oh, stay tuned. Great. Stay um, tuned. Yeah, it was so nice talking with you guys and um, thank you so much for having me. This was lovely. Thanks, Laura. We appreciate you people. You. You oh, I appreciate you people too. Hee <laughs> <laughs>